Attention all business owners. Are you tired of managing your finances and taxes on your own? Let the experts at 1-800-TAX-MASTERS help. Our team of experienced professionals offers a range of services to help you keep your finances in order, from personal and business tax returns to monthly accounting, quarterly, and annual tax planning, and virtual controller and CFO services. With our virtual services, you can get the support you need without ever having to leave your office. Don't let taxes and finances stress you out any longer. Visit www.1800taxmasters.com today and let us handle the numbers so you can focus on growing your business. And welcome to another live episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. She's actually, it's 5 a.m. where she's at. So she's just, it's uh, real early in the morning for her. Of course, it's 5 p.m. here, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, she she has an amazing story. I'll let her tell you tell her tell it when she comes on. But welcome to the show, Leanne Lay Lacava. Hello. Hey guys, happy to be here. <laughs> thank you for being on the show, especially the time that it is now where you're at. So thank you. Yeah, happy to be here. All right, so so let's just jump right into this because you have a, an amazing story. Um, you've been an entrepreneur since you were 15 years old essentially probably a little bit younger like i remember uh selling homework services when i was 12 i think or 11 <laughs> but the significant one was when i was 15 so <laughs> and i think that's where that started okay so t- tell us a little bit about your background and how you became interested in entrepreneurship and remote and remote work uh so First part of my background, I am the Philippines. Um, I grew up oldest of four, so I and um, Asian also, which, which means basically that I had a, a lot of um, quote unquote uh, responsibility already given. You know, being in charge of the house, whatever the parents were gone. Uh, and at the time, my dad was working overseas because here in the Philippines, if you want to earn good money, at that time you only had. Uh, had to work overseas so I would only see my dad like once or twice a year so when it came to entrepreneurship my mom uh was a hustler um she would uh, she had a full-time job that she, she she liked doing but also at the same time anytime someone was uh, my mom said was Romana hey uh Romana do I have you know extra native bags would you want to sell them to your friends mom's like yeah sure like hey we're doing this so-and-so event and your host will pay you so um for sure so I remember that from very young so that's kind of where I got my yes and attitude. So then uh, when I was 15 years old, uh, I here in the Philippines at that point, we had a different educational system. At that point, I was already uh, graduated high school. I was about to go to college. Um, and, and it was one of those summers where I was just giddy. I was just excited to get started. So, uh, and my parents just bought me my first, my very, very first laptop. Um, this was way back in 2011. So it was a big deal. Um, and I was just exploring online. I created my own blog because blogging was a thing that I saw from someone. Um, it was still Blogspot. And then uh, from there, people started saying like, hey, I really like the way that you write. Can you go ahead and write for me? So that was kind of how I got my first gig was just, I just kept showing up. I was posting like twice a week. Again, bored and excited about college. It was a good combo. Um, <laughs> and uh, there, from there, uh, I kept saying, just saying yes and. Like, I didn't know how to set up PayPal. I didn't know how to uh, keep doing this online. Or um, once I started college, I didn't know how to balance it with uh, college and, and everything else. But I kept saying yes and. I got a graphic 
gigs, video editing gigs. I started getting gigs in person as well to do like different events. Um, basically, the that very same yes and attitude. Uh, and then when I was 18, um, right as I was going to enter almost my, my last year of, of college, um, I went through a very um, horrific um, uh there was a category five typhoon that came in through our city, which meant that um, there was a mini tsunami that came into our house because our house, literally we know it, that it was facing the ocean. Um, because we, it was right across the street and a little bit further down. But then um, I was downstairs as the eldest. I was taking care of everything else. I made sure everyone was upstairs. I was getting the groceries because I didn't know how long the water was going to be in the house. The water was up to my neck when I had the moment where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a goner. Um, and instead of my life flashing um, before my eyes, the, the backwards part of the forward of the life where I would have been a lawyer, would have followed my, my dad's path of having to work overseas so I, could, so I can bring back the bacon basically for my family. And I remember hating it. I don't want that life. So then I made a promise like, hey, if we survive this, we're going to change everything. We're going to follow this writing path that we've discovered. We've fallen in love with writing even more. Um, let's do this. So then when I did survive that somehow, uh, I figured out how to publish my own book, which then led to this job in a publishing company because they saw that I was able to publish my own book, um, became CEO of the publishing company when I was 20. Um, same yes and attitude of like someone, when they said, hey, we're training someone to be this. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. And you know, we're training someone to be CEO. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. Uh, and then when I uh, ran that company for about three years, when I was 23, I said, I want to be able to give opportunities to other Filipinos to be able to work from home so they don't have to leave their family. Um, so they don't have to experience what I experienced. So then 2XU came about as a course first on how to hire a virtual assistant. And then um, and then one of our students uh, said, okay, I love what you teach. Can you just do this for me? So then it was turned from the product into service. Uh, three and a half years later, we're growing. Um, we have an amazing team of people. And that's kind of um, a lot of the story is just me saying yes and. <laughs> so so what, what, are, what are your goals for two, um, two times your executive services? Um, so for Twixu, kind of the the vision that I saw for it is that um, for people who need an executive assistant, that's the first primary service. But in the future, I start I plan to start multiple businesses around it. So like, of course, EA needs support when it comes to content creation or bookkeeping or um, when it comes to just also uh, depending on what the client needs, maybe web development services. So I, I plan to start many businesses around Twixu about two years from now um so then anytime that the client is like hey we need help on this i'm like oh yeah we have an agency for that um so kind of like almost a one stop but then making sure that's clear that's different businesses not just all to exceed so yeah so then creating more and more jobs basically so um so i see your goal one of your goals is to help people from owning a job to actually owning a business what makes your approach unique to 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 doing this the thing people forget when uh there's solopreneur like you're just just starting out you have no idea what you're doing you've figured out you're six months in the reality is if you're still the one doing the delivery if you're still the one doing like a lot of the the back end and front end work yeah you you're still owning a job if you've, you've 
you've quit your old job, but you've made yourself uh, a new job, basically. Um, so when it comes to owning a business, uh, this is coming from the book, like E-Myth with Michael Gerber, of like the difference is uh, that you own systems. So that's where having your um, executive assistant come in is that uh, they will start building those systems with you. So then you're not the one doing both the back end and the front end. Someone else is doing the back end of like researching your clients or emailing them or going back and forth with them. And then eventually, then you start growing your team because then you're looking for other specialists. So that's kind of the, uh, I, I always see executive assistants as a good turning point for that because uh as entrepreneurs, we never see like, hey, I need help myself. Like, no, no, my business needs help. But in, in actuality, you have to be the one freeing yourself up from the little jobs that you've put yourself in your business to give it to someone else so then you can actually start growing. Okay. Can you, can you discuss some of the challenges and opportunities of outsourcing and delegating can help an entrepreneur effectively, effectively uh, leverage to scale their business? So the opportunities of it is almost like endless. It sounds very cliche and cheesy, um, but it's, it's the reality of it. Like I, I am very much a, my own case study of, I like doing everything myself. I'm very independent. So it was weird for me to hire my first assistant when I was growing 2XE. It was very much uh, yeah, that story of, uh, I was a leaky, I was a plumber with leaky pipes. So like I was hiring all of these assistants for clients, but I didn't have one myself. But I went through that experience of like, oh, now I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Or getting to the point like, oh, now we can hire a you know, marketing assistant. We, My assistant and I don't have to do that part because someone else can take care of it. So it was the small different steps of freeing yourself. Um, and that happens anytime, even if you're not outsourcing. If you, of course, when you have your own business, just locally hiring people, it's the same process. But when you're outsourcing, um, you have, you know, you can work anywhere, which is my, um, has been my dream basically in my whole life. So you can work, you know, a month ago, I was in um, Thailand. I was still able to fully work. I was in a different-ish time zone than my, my piece, which is an hour, but it was still possible. It was, it was able, able to uh, do speaking gigs and do events, but at the same time, I have fully connected to my peeps. Um, and then the other thing about outsourcing is you get talent that isn't in your area, like talent that's um, beyond where, you know, the kind of people that you see every single day. Um, you know, Philippines, uh, I love my country because people here are, are um, very much uh, from Hamilton, a little bit of like young, scrappy and hungry. Like we're, we're especially since after the pandemic, we want to stay and take care of our kids. We, we have very much a family mindset. So um, being able to show up and do our best is one of the things that we love doing. Uh, so then when you're outsourcing, you're able to tap through those different markets. Uh, and I guess it, just the challenge is it is foreign if you've never done it before. For me, it's not as foreign. I guess I've been doing it for 12 years of working from home. Uh, but that, there is that uh, change of trusting someone you've never seen in person um, be able to do the work that you need to, to get done. So how do you feel how, um, remote work has transformed the business landscape and what impact do you believe it will have in the future? So as someone who's only been remote, like I've only had like a few in-person jobs um, or office jobs. I think the longest was like three months um, for an internship. <laughs> it's, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, let me go back to my bedroom and work in my pajamas. Um, uh, it's, it's not that it's even, I can't even say that's here to stay. I think it was just a natural evolution. Like it, it took a pandemic to 
take everyone to be able to like believe that it was a thing. Um, I remember for a while, whenever I told people like, oh yeah, I work online, either they thought I was a cam girl or I was a, um, you know, being a scammer to someone else. So then it took that pandemic, like, oh no, it's actually, no, it's a real job. No, like, ah, okay, so this is what working from home feels like. So it's just now been officially added as an option for people to be able mm-hmm. to work remotely. So uh, it's now just a reality instead of something that, again, people thought that it was just a scam. No, I, 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 I can, I, I've seen it, especially with myself, with how I'm able to have an interview with you, with me being here in the States mm-hmm. and you being in the Philippines. Exactly. This is, this is something that mm-hmm. a lot of people weren't doing. This is so since the pandemic, this is platforms like this, StreamYard, Zoom have really taken off because now you are able to interview people across the world and now so people i wouldn't have people i wouldn't have had access to i have access to now so now i'm getting Mm -hmm. i'm getting creators from all over the world coming on and talking about their experiences and it's amazing because at the core of it all a lot of us just want the same thing a lot of us want that independence that freedom to help support our family, help do what we have to do to be able to live the life that we want to live. Mm-hmm. Very true. And, and remote work um, kind of opened that up. But I always say also with like a disclaimer that work from home is not for everyone. Like some people it's need not. to be, yeah, need to be in an office to have that routine because it is, uh, there's that discipline. There's that, you know, building habits around yourself. There's uh, making sure that, you know, uh, you actually get work done instead of just lying in bed watching Netflix for eight hours a day. Um, <laughs> I've seen people. I've seen people who did struggle. Like I've, we've, you know, of course, everything for us and, and to excuse everyone work from home. Um, but that also meant that I had to teach a lot of our our hires or applicants. Like, hey, this is how we can do it. Um, which is also one of the things that inspired my uh, YouTube channel that I started during the pandemic of like how to work from home. So it's uh, it's. We both agree, like it's not for everyone, but it's it's a cool option to have. It is. It's it's a great it's a great option to have, and it's it's allowed. Like again, it's allowed me to build some amazing relationships with people from that I've never met in person. Yeah. But we built such a great relationship through camera, through video, through the conferencing. It's it's just amazing. Like one of my closest friends. He lives in, in in Nashville. I've never met him in person, but we've been recording. We, we've been recording for over a year now, and we've built that relationship where he's actually one of my best friends, and, and, and it's just amazing mm-hmm. to be able to build that relationship the way we have. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's also not just introduce people to us, but we've been able to keep in contact. Like one of my my best friends is in Canada. They moved uh, right before the pandemic started, and it's been kind of just interesting. Like, hey, I am. I would see my uh, messenger light up. They're calling. They're like, uh, I have another. My other best friend is another islands. It's it's fun that we are able to and have that contact continuously instead of just having to rely to what's here and what's local and what's nearby us. Yeah. So, so as an international speaker. What are some of the most important insights and lessons you share with your audience? 
so the main parts that I do talk about is is exactly like how to hire an assistant, how to leverage having an assistant. The other side of it, um, the geeky side of me, um, loves talking about content um, because, of course, it's my bread and butter. Literally, ever since I started this whole thing, so I talk about you know how to repurpose your content. I call myself a content monster. Um, so that's I I. Uh, Whenever it comes to creating content, I always tell people uh, you need to have three different topics you, you have in your back pocket. One, the topic that helps other people that you're an expert in. Two is a uh, topic that educates people in some way. And three, something for fun. And that fun, something for fun with, for me is content. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's I love being able to do my show. I love what I do. I love being able to... to share other people's stories and share what other people are doing out there. And hopefully the audience gets some benefit from it. Enjoy the content. And, and it's, it's fun. It's, it's to me, it's, it's my therapy. It's, it's what allows mm-hmm. me to come on here and be myself and actually learning grow from people like yourself and be able to listen to, to you speak and, and, and talk about, how you've started your business and how you can, it's, it's, it's inspiring to to hear people from all over the world, talk about their stories and everybody has an amazing story. It's just that Mm -hmm. it's just some people just don't, aren't willing to share it. I'm glad you are willing to share your story and, and your journey. Thank you. It's yeah. It's content creation started out as this weird thing where people were like oversharing online, but it's evolved a lot. People still overshare, but uh, but then it's become this way for people to connect and not just hear from these famous, you know, already successful people, but people who are just a few steps ahead of you who you can then follow the path that they've set. Yeah. So you talked about your YouTube channel. How has it mm-hmm. been doing your channel? How like are is it's is it what 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 are the things you love about doing it? Um, so the funny thing is I am not anymore a massive introvert. I'll just say I'm a mild introvert. Um, but when I started, I was a massive introvert. I would stutter a lot. I would have to start and stop the video. And I started right before the pandemic. I think I started December 2019. So literally right before. Um, and it was part of it was a lot of people started asking me like, hey, how do you work from home? Hey, how, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do your setup? Um, you know, what books or courses do you recommend that I get started in? Um, so it started out as, as that and it's kind of evolved into uh, part of it now is I, uh, I do videos not just on how to work from home, but how to have your business from home. So um, currently right now, the series I'm doing on my YouTube channel is how to use ChatGPT for your marketing operations, so on and so forth. I use the right prompts to be able to actually help your business rather than you playing around asking chat GPT uh, therapy questions. <laughs> um, so it's, it's been, uh, for me, it's not fun. Like I, I record, um, you know, 20 minutes in, in a day or 40 minutes in a week, because it's twice a week. Someone else takes care of the editing part. They turning it into, you know, content for Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or everywhere else. Um, and I only, um, this is funny also, I don't ever watch my own videos or interviews just like this one. Um, I just trust that whenever it's up on YouTube, my assistant has looked through it and made sure I don't look um, weird or funny. But the content creation itself part has been fun because then I get comments like, oh, this has really helped me with this one thing I was really struggling with. Or, hey, didn't even know that existed. Thank you so much. So it's been a good way that I like. I can see that I'm helping people, which is the goal is to help a lot of Filipinos work yeah. from home. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's been fun. 
Awesome. Um, so <laughs> for me, for me, it's, it's been great to be able to. You mentioned Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. I love Chat GPT. It's it's oh, been yeah. a game changer. It's been a game changer, honestly. It's been able to help me really structure my show the way I, I feel. Mm-hmm. I, it's still the same way that I've been doing it, but it's got a little bit more structure to it. I've been able to use ChatGPT to use to create descriptions, SEOs, things, marketing things that you need for your podcast. And mm-hmm. it's been help. a blessing. Oh, it's been amazing. It's been able to, it's, it's helped me so, so much. It's helped mm-hmm. me really with how I really, because before I, I, I wouldn't say I didn't have a structure to the show, but now I really kind of do have a structure. I know I, I really do. I've focused more on really getting in-depth questions and asking the guests some great questions and all that. So it's it's helped me in that manner. So I love it. I I, I yeah. use it. All, I use it all the time. I've I've gotten some ideas from it. And what people think is it's not people think oh it's going to replace you. No, it's a tool to be used to help you. If you're if you're marketing or whatever it is, it's a tool to be used. It's not mm-hmm. it's not something that it's gonna take somebody's job away. If you use oh, yeah. it properly, it's, if you use it properly, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a I see it as exactly as how you said it, it's a tool. You know, and just like any tool, it's a multiplier to who you are. So if you have mm-hmm. if you have no idea what that is, then of course ChatGPT will multiply nothing. Yeah. But if you know, like, hey, I am a podcaster. I produce so much content. Can you help me? You know, repurpose this. Can you help me? You know, make sure that this is SEO friendly. I'm targeting this keyword, and it rewrites everything for you. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said it's funny the other day of like uh, ChatGPT is like an employee uh, that you hire, but you don't have to pay for them, um, and they uh, will won't quit for you <laughs> that's kind of a funny way someone said it the other day but it's it's it is a tool um it's a way for you to again multiply yourself in that way oh no it's it has been a game changer and, and it's funny because um I, my friend told me about this in november he told me about chat, chat mm-hmm. GPT in november and i really I, I didn't really mess with it and then i went to podfest in January and uh shout out to Larry Roberts because he had a, a great track on he had a great presentation on chat GPT and since mm-hmm. then I've really been on it I've been really using it with a lot of things using it for my other show using it to actually help me set up topics for mindset Mondays which is something that I want I'm going to start pre-recording and releasing separately mm-hmm. probably through Patreon or, or something else but it's um it's been amazing like you said if you know how to use it properly if you put in the right prompts you put in the right words the right keywords it's going to give you what you need oh yeah um and for like us to you like when I I first came across it like December um, right as it was like hitting the thousand uh, users mark, I was like, oh, um, I can I can see why for someone in my industry they would panic like, oh, they're gonna replace virtual assistants, gonna replace you know, um, you don't have to do outsourcing work because then um, AI will do everything for them. Um, but then I saw it as an opportunity for our EAs to, hey, what tasks do you not like doing? 
that we can then have the AI do. So then uh, for us, like we've we've collected, um, I think we're close to like almost a thousand prompts now of what they've been using and what for what tasks. Um, just because like then for future EAs that we hire, then they have that this really cool playbook of like, hey, if you're stuck on email management or you need a template or you need you know answer to this, this, and this. Here's like different prompts you can throw into that GPT. Here's how to use it. Um, so then it becomes that this uh, a powerhouse for a lot of people who struggle with different things day to day um, or not even struggle, even if like um, I love writing. But for uh, times, I want ChatGPT to rewrite the um, my whole post that I just rewrote based on what it knows how I write. So then it sounds even more me than me, even though I originally wrote it. Um, things like that. Like um, it enhances and, and multiplies you in that way. No, it does. It, it again, it's it's a tool to be used, and if you use it properly, it's gonna be it'll, it'll be a game changer for you. It'll, it'll help you. It'll help you in so many different ways, and so to be able to use it and use it correctly, and and again, not be afraid to to use the tools that are there for you, because people people don't yep. take advantage of sometimes of of opportunities and to me that's it's a great opportunity oh yeah for sure okay so um discuss the impact that two 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 xu has had on your your community your local community and how it has helped the filipino workforce for two xu itself um it's for a lot of our employees that we've hired um they now then know that work from home, how to get started exists. And also for a lot of what we do is we help give structure to a lot of our, of our peeps. Like, hey, this is the you know, same thing that I was teaching people. Like, this is how you can create habits. This is how you wake up, you make sure that you're doing this and this and this. It's then uh, coaching them and, and giving them that. And for me, like I see that as a, um, here in the Philippines, once the mother or the eldest sister knows how to do something, everyone else in the family knows how to do it. Uh, we just have that, like, hey, I'll teach you how to do this. So that's kind of the impact that I've seen is, like, for a lot of the moms or the um, older sisters that we've hired, they're starting to teach their younger sibling or their, you know, fifth cousin is like, hey, I saw that you work from home. How you do? How do you do this? So that's kind of the impact that I want to keep spreading and sharing um, and that I've also seen um, for reals of, of how it's been impacting a lot of other people because it gives them that... Um, Hey, I've heard about working from home. How does it actually work? They're like, oh yeah, no, I work from home. You know, I have this uh, business that I work with, uh, and this is how we do it. This is how they're showing up. Plus, we're giving like training. We're giving them insights. We're giving them also uh, kind of a mini community. You know, when you work from home, it can be really hard to uh, get out and have social uh, life, basically. So one of the things that we do is, you know, once a month we either. Um, fly people in here or we have like a just we share we have a lunch together with everyone else to kind of get out of the house that feeling um you know uh once a year we do fly in everyone else we go to beach house somewhere so it's uh it's building small steps like that of like figuring out what does the work from home uh culture look like for us and it's been kind of fun <laughs> I, I, I can imagine being able to to do something that has such an impact on your community. And like, like you said, you really want to help your, your, your Filipino peeps be able to succeed and, and learn how to work from home. And, and, and because it's because the Philippine, Philippine, Filipino people 
just like the Hispanic people here, we're all about family. To us, family is very important. And so to be able to help your family grow and 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 that's what your people that's what your people in your island are they're your family so to be any way you can help them grow and help them succeed it's it's a great accomplishment oh yeah oh yeah very 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 much um so and then it becomes kind of this generational thing you know the next generation only knows that their parent has been working from home they don't know anything else so then it becomes their new normal and so on and so forth yes Yes. Oh man, you this has been great, man. I've I've loved being here. What okay, so this is a question I ask I've been asking everyone lately on this show. How do you measure success in your personal and professional life and what motivates you to keep growing and learning? Um so how I measure success is when um and this is kind of the bare minimum version. I'll I'll talk about like the the actual when I feel it the bare minimum version is when I don't have to when I don't wake up feeling anxious like I know like okay I'm good because of course when I wake up anxious a lot of other things are probably going on but my ultimate uh, measure of it is just when I can get it in low um you know I could I could have two clients I could have 10 clients I could have 20 50 clients um we're currently very close to 20 at the moment um more close to 30 as well uh but it's when I, I remember when we did have, uh, we got to a point where we scaled really fast. I burnt myself out. And I was like, okay, this is not what success is. It's then when I can get into flow. It's then when I have the right team behind me. It's then when I can focus on the things that needs to be focused on, not because they're on fire, but because I choose to focus on them. Um, so it's kind of the different ways that I've defined it. And for what motivates me, um, it used to be that what motivated me was like, hey, I didn't die. Let me keep going. <laughs> that kind of was the, the used to be the, the motivation. But now it's become this uh, like, hey, I want to be, you know, the model that people see. I want to fail fast and a lot because then I can become or I can create this model where people can skip the mistakes that I did. So still very much uh, the older sister thinking of like, let me lead the way for my siblings so they don't have to make the mistakes that I that I did. Um, so for when it comes to working from home or starting an agency or um, having wow. business all the way from scratch, I want to be that uh, person who's like three, four, five, only five levels ahead of people, not all the way, you know, you know, Elon Musk, so they can see the pathway that, that's been set. Um, and then it makes easier for them to follow it as well and and that's and that's why I, I started my production company is because i wanted to be able to help people who want to launch a podcast launch mm -hmm. it and avoid the pitfalls that i went through because when i started i didn't know anyone who was podcasting so i had to learn yeah. it myself i had to learn about creating titles creating descriptions creating thumbnails mm -hmm. learning how to edit learning how to do edit edit audio video how to use canva i love using canva yeah just just being able to grow and 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 learn from it and now to where i'm at now it, it, it's it's it was only made sense to me to really start showing other people how to do this without going through the like i said the pitfalls that i went through yeah, you're, uh, what you've kind of done is you're kind of setting up other people for success, um, yeah. which is which is amazing because you know how hard it is to 
have to figure out your things yourself. So then you're making sure no one else has to go through the same thing that you went through. Absolutely, definitely. Um, Leanne, this has been great. I have it was. Um, I know it's early in the morning for you, so I don't want to really keep you much longer. Mm-hmm. But this has been awesome. I appreciate you coming on the show. But now is the part of the show where you get to um, plug away. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. Let me put you on the solo screen, and here you go. Yeah, so uh, to be able to find me, I am literally everywhere. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Also have that YouTube channel. Uh, if you're interested in uh, getting an, an executive assistant with us, we have a whole school, very cool scorecard that we have on our website, 2xu.com, to see if you're ready for an assistant. Um, but other than that, I'm available literally almost everywhere. I'm also on TikTok, um, which means everywhere. <laughs> All right. Um, don't leave just yet. Um going to chat a little bit off off the air but uh before i close out the show i just want to so my nephew published a book last year we, we published his book last year like you said you're, you're self-published author yourself we've learned how to publish his book and we did it ourselves um and this is using chat gpt i actually create, cool. I, I created a, a video a little promo video for him And uh, I just want to play it right quick. So here we go. Everyone has a story, but few have the power to change lives. Introducing the Plush Life from Prison to Peace by Anthony J. Gonzalez with Pepper Chambers. A journey of redemption and transformation. Follow Anthony's raw and honest story as he finds his new purpose in life. Turning his darkest moments into a guiding light for others. This inspiring story will take you through Anthony's journey, showing you that it's never too late to change your path and embrace your true potential. Don't miss the life-changing tale of redemption and the power of the human spirit. Get your copy today of The Plush Life from Prison to Peace on Amazon and iBook and witness the incredible power of transformation. So yeah, so ChatGPT gave me the prompt like, put this video, this insert here, insert a video of this, or a picture of this or that. And I'm like, it just lit, mapped yep. it out for me. Incredible. So I was able to, I was able to create his, his ad, and I'm, I'm proud of it. I love it. It, I got to voice it over. I got to now. He's like, oh, so now I need you to audio do the audio book. <laughs> <laughs> it's. You've kind of gone through a uh, service uh, rabbit hole right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's my nephew, it's family, so I, I most definitely need to get on it and 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 record the audio book for him. So, audio book is coming out soon, everybody. But again, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Um, but don't leave just yet. Let me just close out the show right quick. Yeah. Uh, All right. This is very fun. I liked I liked a lot of the uh, questions and the stories that we shared. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I loved having you on the show. All right. So now let's, <laughs> now let's, uh, let's uh, shout us. Let's do the shout outs. Big shout outs to everybody in the chat who came through and showed some love. CC, what's going on? Uh, Facebook user is either Obaimi or Corrado. One of the two. I know one of the two always uh, coming by showing me some love. Shout out to my man Hawk TV. What's going on, brother? Big Big Ben, what's going on? The owner and manipulator of uh, the BS3 network, what's going on? Snowman, what's going on, my brother? How you doing? 
and the BS3 Network, which we were airing right now live on the BS3 Network, as well as Real Wise TV and Stuck in My Mind YouTube channel. Um, big shout out to my, my Real Wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J, love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, love you and appreciate you, baby. Big shout out to my guest, Leanne Lay Lacaba, for coming through and, and sharing her amazing story. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Music.